made it to where we pick one for each of each, like each other's. I, I probably would have gave you the made I hired recently is mysterious. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, let's do that. No, you no, keep... no, I don't no, want to no. do that. We're, do, we're doing it now. You called uh, it. We're doing it. Welcome to What in the Anime, your weekly anime podcast. Now, here's your host in three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to another week of What in the Anime, uh, our weekly anime podcast. I'm here with Dustin. Um, we're a little late this week. But I'm, I'm in a little bit of pain. Dustin looks like he's fully awake, but um, <laughs> how are you doing I today? I sure am. <laughs> well, I'm fully awake, Tyler. Um, no, I'm, I'm doing good. I finally got our AC fixed today. That's why you look more awake. You're not. You don't look so sweaty in the video. So yeah, I'm not dying. I'm not dying yeah. of heat exhaustion today. I can only imagine being bald and seeing just the sweat drip off of your face. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, no, we're we're gonna be a little late on putting this out. Um, last couple of nights, some things kind of went and happened. Uh, I had softball last night. Um, we tried to do another podcast where we tried doing like a Mario Party thing on Sunday night. Uh, that kind of went off the rails a little bit, um, so we'll we'll probably redo that later. Um, but hopefully we can kind of get that out because that was kind of fun. We we what we're trying to do is with movie night and the boys. We got Zach and John. We're trying to put like a Mario Party system and trying to do kind of like almost like a a listen along podcast with that, but also with a video like a part one and a part two. So it's really fun. Um, we got a little bit of the way through and then um, something kind of happened. Um, we got. Uh, I know Zach kind of lagged out there for a little bit and then John had a, a family matter he had to take care of. So um, we'll try to redo that maybe here in the next couple of weeks or find something else to do. I know we plan on doing here in the new future, which would be kind of cool, is doing like a Jeopardy style quiz with all four of us in it. So whether that's animated, whether that's, uh, I don't know, modern, just things <laughs> that we can we can put down that maybe some of us will guess. I don't know, but I think that'd be kind of cool to get Jeopardy. We can make our own questions and have a host and stuff like that. So that's going to be kind of cool to go to. So, but other than that, do you kind of want to go for the agenda today? Yeah, I'm excited we got a fun day today. So first off, we got a bit of news. We got some news on Chainsaw Man manga, uh, update on a Crunchyroll uh, film that they're putting out into theaters across America. And then, the biggest news, which comes into our topic one, is Crunchyroll released their summer 2022 uh, anime. So we got the lineup. And so our main subject today is going to be like our first episode. We're going to do our draft picks. We're going to pick our animes that we will review in the future. And um, we'll be each picking, I think, only three this time apiece. Yep. And then if there's one that got a lot of hype, obviously, we'll like probably slip that in as a review. But for the most part, summer, it's a little bit slower than spring and fall, I feel like, and winter. Well, I feel like the summer animes aren't, there's not a ton of really yeah. crazy stuff. So there's not really that hype title that sticks out. But thing about, thing that now that we can do our summer picks is now that our spring picks, all the seasons are kind of done or pretty much close to it from what I believe. So now we can start doing reviews and we can kind of actually start watching those as a full. So now you go, now if you go back to our episode one, you can, you know, hear what picks we we had at that time, and now we can finally start either reviewing them or having each other watch them, whatever the hell we want to do. But 
Now it's crazy how fast time flies when you're doing this kind of stuff. Because it seems like every every Sunday we're ready to ready to do our podcast. It's like, oh, we gotta do a little bit of on Monday, and then you're like, all right, well, we just finished that one. Well, we already gotta start looking into our next week and what we're gonna do. And it just go. It makes actually the week go by a lot faster. It, especially when oh, yeah. you have a 25 episode anime like Steins Gate that you gotta try to watch. <laughs> and so it's, um. I don't know. It, it, it's nice, but man, the the weeks are flying by with this podcast, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah, they really are. And I mean, it's exciting. So I didn't think about the fact that these ones are going to start finishing because we're, what, week 14 of the podcast? Yeah. So it's... a lot of those shows only go about 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think when I looked, we have one or two more shows that will be finished this week or next. So yes. we are going. We've already reviewed one. If you guys missed it, um, Tyler had to pick up. Uh, Vampire in the Garden, and we did review yep. that one. And that brings us to our updated review list. Oh, first off, we're going to be reviewing yeah, Science yeah. Gate. I, I almost forgot. We're going to review Steins Gate. Yeah, but... well, <laughs> other than reviewing Steins Gate, do you want to explain why we have an updated review list and what changed? And what show did you magically find that you were not attracted to? So I heard that Devil Man's Crybaby was a decent anime on Netflix. So I was like, you know what? Sure. Give it a shot. And I just threw it in. I am sorry, people. I do not do research <laughs> before doing this. And I watched the first like episode and a half and I can't do it. I, I cannot. It is borderline like hentai. Like it got graphic and it's not even like nicely drawn graphic. It's just graphic yeah. and kind of obscene. And I don't think I could finish that show, so we're, we're, I'm going to drop it. And that's like the third show I think that I've like, oh, yeah, we're going to review this. And then I drop. Oh, so I'm oh, yeah. really sorry. I was going to say, we're like week 14 and you have five strikes already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I told Tyler he's going to start picking, but luckily the spring shows are finishing up. So picking isn't that difficult right now. Yeah, we don't have such randomness. Yeah, I don't I don't know where you came out with that. And we had someone else tell us that it was a really good show and the manga stays true to the manga and stuff like that. But I haven't watched it yet because Dustin's shit is just so graphic and so, you know, hentai and like out of our kind of genre. That's not really what we get into. And so we are not into the etchy genre (laughs) at all. I tricked Tyler into watching the first episode of Food Wars. And this show, Devilman Crybaby, makes Food Wars look yeah. soft hey food like, wars has a, has a cool story if it just kind of like, I like food wars if it yeah. Yeah, simmered down on the foodgasms i mean i might but, make some tacos for dinner i might have a, a foodgasm ooh, then so i think i was gonna do spaghetti and garlic bread so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do that shredded tot the shredded rotisserie chicken put it in the hard shells put it in the oven i'm gonna do that oh got it off a of tiktok oh, it, so, looks, it looks so good it looks delicious so um so yeah anyway to get into our views tyler uh picked the other two in here we still got Child Kamiari month, that's in two weeks. But next week, we will be doing the highly rated spring anime of Spy Family. Have you started that at all? No, I haven't, but I figured we might as well review it while it's hot. So Yeah, and I am actually finished with the first four episodes, and I got to say, I love it already. Yeah. So we got Spy Family, Child Kamiari month, and then after that, we have Skeleton Knight in Another World. So... We actually have my number one pick from our spring anime selection as our next review. I'm really, really stoked about that. Yeah, we have a nice few couple of weeks. We have some new shows that we can get into. And it's kind of nice we're not reviewing anything old. So, you know, there's no reason in the next three weeks you guys can't follow along. It's uh, These look like they're pretty, pretty uh, 
short animes. Nothing, not like you have to, you know, you know, sacrifice an arm and leg to watch. So yeah, well, and so what I found out is Spy Family, they are wrapped up, and this is technically called season one, part one, and part two isn't coming out until October. Okay. So we're gonna review basically season one, part one. Um, Skeleton Knight in Another World is done, and all of our other picks are only like. 12, 13 episodes. The only one that's longer than that, which I'm not surprised, is Aowashi, which is the soccer anime that I think is replacing Haiku as the next sports anime. Right. God, that's some that's some pretty big uh, shoes to fill. It is, but honestly, I think you could do it. I'm like a good 10 episodes or so in, and right. I'm fully invested. I love that show already. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I can stay a little dedicated to the animes in the next couple of weeks because you get like the series finales of like Stranger Things and Kenobi. And, you know, we got that hustle movie we got to watch. Um, there's a lot of movies that are coming out and like I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet. I want to go see Thor in theaters. So yeah, I'm going to see Thor in theaters. I just watched Doctor Strange last night. So does it is it as bad rap as it's supposed to be or is it all right? I think honestly people hated on it because they were expecting too many like, like cameos yeah, or something yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah, if you're not focused on like getting a ton of cameos, that movie was probably one of the better Marvel movies yet and it is probably the biggest like departure from their typical like one-liners goofy stuff. Yeah. Like it's not really great for children. It is like straight up like borderline horror. It is good. It made a lot of money, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did really good. Like in uh, box office, it did really, really good. Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, as we're here, I'm trying to look at how it did. Um, I don't know. Last thing I see is it did like at least $400 million, but that could have been a... Oh, it made more than that. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, it, I thought it was up in like the 800, you know, 800 million or some, something like that, but... Yeah, it was, made it made good money. Um, I know it beat out like the Batman and stuff like that. It made 950 million. Okay. Yeah. So it was 900 domestic, you know, but when you get, you get like, you know, Spider-Man, no way home, you get the cameos in there and then you get, you know, all the hype, you know, I know Kenobi's not a movie, but you get, you know, Hayden Christensen coming back as Anakin and Darth Vader. And you get all those like people that come back after 10, 15 years and you get Dr. Strange going back to the normality of the movies you know, yeah, you get, you know, uh, some characters in there, but I don't know. I, the problem is, is doc, the first Dr. Strange, I didn't really get into, okay. I, didn't, I didn't really care too much about it. Um, so, but I also was probably immature thinking, oh, I need action. I need, you know, well, if that was your issue with the first one, you will yeah. not have the issue in the second one. I'll yeah. tell you that much. It's like nothing but action. So, um, I know that's kind of outside the, um, the anime, anime manga but to kind of put that all into review here it, you know you want to go into comics and stuff like that um should we get into the news heck yeah let's go time for this week's anime news so with uh the start of the news the reason that i kind of bring up the the comics and like the manga and stuff like that is chainsaw man manga's second part launches on shonen jump um Basically, I just want to talk about, like, uh, it's supposed to be nominated for an award. It's called the Eisner Award, which is a uh, top-rated, like, uh, graphic comic. novel award. Yeah, a graphic novel award. And if you look back at the winners that Dustin kind of showed me a little bit ago, um, all of them are pretty much comics. Like, anything DC or Marvel or, like, any... There's a couple of, like, I saw, like, Scott Pilgrim 
uh, won one. So it's it's some off the wall comics, but they're just they won the awards, and Chainsaw is nominated for one of them. So like you don't get from what we've looked in the list, you don't really get any manga that's a part of that at all. No. So if this were to win an Eisner award, like that's huge. That's a very big accomplishment, and with that, yeah. that's some big bragging rights. Because whenever you hear, uh, for those of you who are into that kind of stuff. Uh, Vertigo, which is a DC imprint, has a comic called The Sandman, Neil Gaiman. And that's its biggest claim to fame is it was an Eisner Award winning graphic novel. And they're making a Netflix series based off of it this uh, later this fall, I believe. And that was like whenever you hear The Sandman, mm -hmm. they always mention it's Neil Gaiman's Eisner Award winning graphic novel. That's how they always like introduce it. So it is very, very big, like street cred to be able to say, I won an Eisner award for this material. So I don't know if it's just me, but do you think a lot of people are hopping on the chainsaw man, like bandwagon because a lot of other mangas were ending and this was like the newly aged one that started because like, I don't know, you get like demon slayer that ends and that had the biggest hype train for manga I've ever seen. And then all of a sudden here comes, you know, the next big, you know, shown, you know, a shown jump kind of show and it's chainsaw man. And it's just, going off the rails like it's so fun i hear more about the manga than i do about it almost releasing for a tv show so i you know is that just the hype behind it so i think some of it definitely is the hype around it because when you get an announcement for a anime a lot of people do go out and get the manga or if mm -hmm. they watch the first episode of an anime a lot of times that boost manga sales but i think it's more than that because with demon slayer ending i mean we still had Black Clover that was finishing up. Attack on Titan. Oh, Attack on Titan did finish, didn't it? Yeah, uh, I'm saying. A lot of the main do, ending. Yeah, but you still have, like, My Hero going. You still have Jujutsu Kaisen going. Like, there are some other big names going on right now. So I don't think that takes away from it, but I do think that the manga sales probably got a really good boost based off the fact that they announced this was going to be an anime like a year. Right, right. Well, there's always there's always one anime every year that slips through the cracks and just becomes more popular. Like it happens no. almost every year. You get Demon Slayer, Jujutsu, you know, My Hero when it first came out was I've never seen so much merchandise from uh, an anime outside of My Hero. I, that is literally, you know, maybe Dragon Ball. But that's just because of how long it's been on. But, you know, name an anime that you see more merchandise for than almost My Hero. Like, I, yeah, see, it, I see it in Walmart. I see it in all types of stores. I've seen stuff at gas stations. Like, it's really weird. So, you know, I don't know how much Chainsaw Man can really, uh, I don't know, get positivity, you know, have that merchandise because of it looks more like a gorier kind of show. But yeah. You know, it, it, it better be if it wants to stay true to the manga. It's got to be gory. Yeah. So, um, for the next kind of big part of news, um, what I'm seeing here is Control will be distributing a One Piece red film coming to theaters this fall. Now, I don't know what a One Piece film would do in theaters because I feel like it is so popular, but it, I don't know how much money it actually brings in. Um, I'm assuming a lot, you know, especially in like Japan and stuff like that, but. It's just basically it's based on the One Piece manga series. It'll debate in theaters later in the fall, of, you know, for the 23rd anniversary of the One Piece saga. So, um, yeah. And from what I read, um, Red is actually uh, Shanks's daughter. If you don't know my One Piece like Tyler doesn't. Shanks is like the pirate who inspired Luffy to become a pirate and gave him his straw hat. Okay, yeah, no, and it, it says it's going to be in theaters across, you know, U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, dubbed and subbed, so um, 
I think that I I, I honestly think it'd probably be pretty good more were for the worldwide version. I don't know exactly just for US and stuff like that, but because like like I said, we get select few theaters that actually produce these movies, you know, that show these movies. So it's um, I'm really hoping Dragon Ball comes to ours. I'm pretty sure it will, but. I mean, if well, Chichisu can come in. Yeah, and not only that, but the fact that when they do come to theaters, a lot of the times it's not even for like a full week. Like uh, no. our theaters around us, it's like a weekend, maybe one week tops. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, yep. and they have to actually overcharge to bring those movies in. So they're usually like 3 or $4 more than what a normal movie is. So you're paying almost, you know, paying almost... Movies are already, you know, $9, $10 just to go see. And then, you know, you want... You're, you're planning to spend almost 100 bucks if you want food, drinks, and stuff like that. So to go to an anime movie, and I know that is a lot of other theaters, but maybe not in the big cities, but it's probably about $13 just for us to watch that movie, you know, alone. So yep. um, that's kind of cool to see everyone. I, that's the new age is just a couple seasons of, of you get your manga and then your anime, and then you put out a big movie. And that looks like the wave that we're going with all these animes, so. Yeah, um, yeah, we're getting a lot of movies, and it's crazy just seeing how popular anime is getting and how many more movies are coming to theaters in America. Like, growing up, I don't remember any ever coming to theaters. Like, it was one of those mm -hmm. deals where you waited for the DVD to go to a video store and you went and rented it. Yeah. Oh, God. I could. I, we had a video one. I remember going to that all the time, but... Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, I, I have a feeling they're going to come out with like a, a bigger, better Naruto movie here eventually. Um, maybe go back in the past. I don't know, or redo something. I don't know. But I, I feel like now that movies are kind of the, seem like the way to go for a lot of these animes that, um, they can do some kind of big blockbuster thing with that. Cause I feel like Naruto is probably one of the bigger franchises that should have had a movie that was actually better. I mean, yeah, you get the new Boruto movie that did pretty good, but that was before kind of like theaters. It's it's funny how theaters have came back after COVID because everyone thought they were going to kind of be dead. And they are a little bit because you get all the streaming services. But, I mean, uh, yeah, to have, um, animes, to have animes to even think about going into theaters still tells you that, like, they're they're making their money. Well, and we just talked about it earlier. Doctor Strange made $950 million after this is, you know, after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like, theaters aren't going away still. People do still love and enjoy the experiences. I will say, for me... I am at the point now where I would rather go to a theater that has that extra service. Like you can order like a burger and stuff and like get oh. a drink so you can eat in a nice reclined theater That's, seat. Uh, we had to take a big drive to Colorado Springs and there was a, there was a theater that we went to that literally you had a waiter and you just pressed your button. And it, it was so cool. Cause I think I had like these queso nachos and my son had a, I had the strawberry shake. That was just phenomenal. It was so good. It's like, man, you don't get this. We're right in the front row. It was it was a good movie. I think we went for Sonic too, so that was really fun. I love that movie too, so that's a good one. Yeah. So, um, and then like the next bit of news will kind of go into what our big segment of the day, um, of the podcast is going to be is our Crunchyroll, um, summer twenty twenty two anime lineup that Dustin mentioned. So, um, I believe there, God, there's a number of shows that are coming out, um. Some of them, like I said, we're not probably going to review. Um, we're just kind of, kind of, they have trailers for a lot of these, but we're going to try to just kind of go off of what the title looks like and go from there. He gets three picks and I get three. 
Is there any that really stand out to you that like you're just like, man, I really want to see this or you think this is going to get the hype? Uh, there are a few that I do think will get the hype. We have about, I just looked, about 30 new simulcast animes coming to Crunchyroll this summer. So there is a lot, but to me, a lot of these aren't as big name, I guess, in ways. Some of them are, but the ones that catch my eye for the most part is Black Summoner. I think that's going to be pretty good. Classroom of the Elite 2. I There's a lot of hype around Classroom of the Elite. It's coming back for its second season. Um, and then the, the rest of them are pretty out there. Because even the My Hero one, that's not even an actual series. That, no. But it's on their list. That's going to only be a two-episode OVA. Yeah, I think the biggest one I see is like Rent a Girlfriend Season 2. Yep. Um, I mean, you get a Doctor the Devil. special. Um, the Devil's a part-timer season two is coming as well, and that's okay. definitely a popular one. Yep, yep, I see that. And so um definitely looks like a lot of different genres that are coming out for the summer. So I wonder I, I think winter is gonna be kind of a big one. Or fall, I guess a fall looks like it's gonna be kind of a big one with like my hero and stuff coming out. Um yep. and then and, I, you know, that's also spy family part two will be fall as well. Well, so I, fall is going to be good, I think. Do you know if Attack on Titan is winter? Is that going to be winter or is Ooh. that going to be um, spring? You know, I'm not. I thought that was later this year, but I can't say for certain. That's why I'd say winter, but it very well could just be. I don't know. It could. I, I feel like they got to do it soon. It, there's a lot of hype on it. And there's. I, don't know. Uh, I, I just looked they, it up. It'll air in early 2023. So it'll be a winter selection. It'll be a winter. Okay, cool. So hopefully they don't have any issues with that and we could finally get that done with. I'm I, I'm still surprised they didn't go to the movie, but I mean, more power to us, I guess. Yeah, gives us some you more know. stuff to watch and more content for our show. Yeah, yeah. well, and I feel like maybe they'll probably do like a, oh, a side story movie or something. You know, I, I, I feel like after after this next uh, season finale of Attack on Titan, people might get tired of Aaron Yeager as the as the main protagonist so <laughs> yeah, they, they might want to see a little bit from somebody else yeah there's a whole world there, there's a lot they could do um different generations that they can kind of go through and stuff like oh that. yeah they, i know they had a movie a while back that never i don't think it ever hit theaters but it was uh levi back yeah, before was, aaron and them came into the scouts yeah so they got a lot of different options they could do so um i guess before we go off the rails on that um, do you have your first pick? I'm just kind of kind of go off oh, of your picks. Man. I yeah, I, I literally haven't really seen much. And try to pick these with us. Like try to watch these, and then we can review them together. So it'll be kind of fun to. It's just something new. You don't have to. It's no generic. You know, same animes, Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. We want to talk about other stuff. So to be able to review these and review these, and then you guys know what we're talking about. I think is just more beneficial. For our, you know, it's beneficial for our podcast, but makes us feel like you guys are actually listening. So, right, exactly. So, for my first one, I'm gonna actually go right off the rails right at the start, and I'm gonna go with an anime called Engage Kiss. So, I went with this one. I watched the trailer, and at first, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna oh. like this. Like, it seemed a little odd. But what it's about is it's a demon hunter low on his luck hunts down monsters alongside a demon sidekick. So, like. 
they are poor. They won't take any jobs. And he's like, yeah, it'll pick up. It'll pick up. And then the trailer switches gears and you just see monsters and demons. And this chick at the beginning of the trailer who looks like this innocent little girl of pink hair turn into like a half demon. And they just start like destroying crap. And he's like pulling out (laughs) guns. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's my style. I'm going with that. And so Engage Kiss is my number one pick. Engage Kiss. Okay, so. I'm actually going to go to a show that I'm going to have to watch the first season of, but I'm I'm going to pick uh, Shadow House. I think Shadow House looks kind of cool. Um, okay. It, I don't really know what it's about, but it's just Kate and Emilico encounter more ghosts in the Shadow House as they learn of like of something mysterious. So don't have too much on it, but I didn't know there's a first season, so I'm actually going to try to watch both of those and see what it is. It, it gives you that Promise Neverland feel, but... You know, maybe it's not even close to that. I don't know. But it literally, the you get the picture of it. It just looks like something that they would do. Oh, yeah. Looking just at that that art, it definitely has that feel to it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious. It says ghosts and stuff like that. So I, yeah. I, I'm really a sucker for, like, the, the supernatural stuff. So I, I think that could be a pretty good one. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. What's their second pick, boyo? My second pick, I am going to go with one uh, that I also haven't seen the first season of, and I'm going to do Classroom of the Elite. Okay. I know it got a lot of hype the first season, and I don't know. I'm willing to check out the second one. Classroom of Elite? Okay, I see that. Okay, yeah, I don't know too much about that one. There's a lot of these, man. I'm just going to kind of I'm just kind of picking off what I can kind of read. Um, oh, God, I that one looks kind of cool. I think I'm going to go with, um, oh, I had it. Now I don't know where it is. I think I'm going to, I'm going to steal your black summoner. Oh, you're going to steal black summoner. Okay. That one. Did you watch the trailer for that one? Nope. I'm going to watch them all here. Probably when we're done. Yeah. So that's another one where it's like that mystical fantasy deal where they're in like a different world. I see that. Yeah. But all those people behind him in the picture. Those are people that he gets to agree to let him summon into battle whenever he wishes. So, oh, okay. like, he literally summons people to fight for him. Nice. He's just a Pokemon master. Exactly. Um, With humans. Yeah, I was I was gonna choose that because another one that looks like it's kind of in the same genre as that one that's called Harem in the in the Labyrinth of Another World. But then I, you know, with that title, I'm just a little. Yeah. A little worried. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, with harem in the title, and then on the picture, it's some chick with giant jugs. It's like, yeah, yeah. That, that one could end up uh not what you're expecting. Yeah, so um I think those are my two. I'm it's gonna take me just a second to figure out what my third one's gonna be. So why all right. I'm... Yeah, I'll uh kind of talk then for a little bit. I'm looking so for those of you listening um i'll just kind of name a couple of weird ones so there's one called uh my stepmom's daughter is my ex they after breaking up two students find themselves living together after their parents marry so that should be a funny like rom-com one you got lycoris recoil which that one i was curious about when i first watched the trailer it looks like they it's just some girls working in a cafe but they take odd jobs like babysitting and all Mm -hmm. this other stuff but and I was like, ah, that might be okay. But looking at the art, I feel like the trailer's definitely leaving crap out because in the art, it's all like bright and sunny on the top, and then it cuts in the middle, and they're holding guns. Oh, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what jobs are you taking? Because like it, it looked like a wholesome trailer. 
Yeah. And then they got Rent a Girlfriend season two. I know that one has some good hype around it. Orient's coming out. Um, I, I don't know how to say this one, but I know it's popular. Is that RWBY? Oh, I've kingdom. seen that quite a bit, and that's coming out. I don't know if that's a movie or a season. It's just that it gets its first official anime. So, yeah. And then, like I said, Devil is a part timer season two. Um, I've heard a lot of good stuff about that. Prince of Tennis season two that's coming out as well. But for my third pick, yeah, I got oh, two. I got man. I got two in mind. So if you pick one, it's okay. Okay. Well, I don't think this one's probably going to be on yours. I watched the trailer for it and I kind of liked it. So my third pick is going to be the girl from the other side. Yeah, that was one of them. Was it? Okay. So yeah. I watched the trailer for it and the animation style reminded me a little of how Tower of God was. It's a little bit different. Okay. And it's about this like little girl and somehow she accidentally travels to this like unknown world where it's a bunch of like basically shadow monsters and demons. Mm-hmm. And there's one shadow in particular that decides that he needs to protect her. Like he sees her as this light that needs protecting in this, you know, world of basically monsters and demons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, so there's two that I see here. I, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with this one because the other one has a weird ass title. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Obey Me. You didn't do that one, right? No, I did not do that one. Okay. So Obey Me is also a season. Uh, it's season two. So I will probably have to watch the first one. It's only in sub. So, um, okay. I think I'll, I think I'll choose that one. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That one's season two too, so you're gonna have to watch first season for that one too. That's fine. Uh we got time. Well, I was the other one I was gonna pick what well, looks like it's called like Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. I, I just don't know yeah. if I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I, that is like one of the weird names that I saw was that one, and I was like, what the, crap? the synopsis looks kind of it's different. It, I mean, you have Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, but the synopsis is adventure begins after a talking lizard appears, saying that the world must be saved from an evil wizard. So, like, these guys are high as hell, or they made a really good anime because it looked like it had that Tower of God. Um, it almost looks like a Sword Art Online kind of like illustration work. Yep, yeah, artwork, and so that looks kind of good, but like to pick. I don't want to pick like the Dr. Stone special episode because that's cheap. Um, mm-hmm. with the My Hero, you know, OVAs, um, don't really want to. Do. Oh, that Orient looks kind of good, but I also I don't know if that's I, I I don't know the the synopsis for that one. It doesn't really draw me in. I'm not looking at Odd Taxi. Um, I don't yeah, know. I heard Odd Taxi's pretty good, but I, didn't I heard it's good, that. but it's yeah. I'm not I'm not big into the main characters being animals and stuff like that. I'm not. That's not your genre? No, not really. And like I said, that harem, I, I'm going to stay away from it just from that title. It could be really good. It looks like it has your generic Sasuke, uh, Blue Exorcist, uh, kind of black-haired, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. probably what we'll do is I'm sure we'll watch like an episode or two of some of these other ones because we each only picked three. That's enough for six weeks worth of content, yeah. which... I mean, that might get us decently far, but we're this is like our main ones. These are the ones we're going to focus on that we're going to prioritize as watching first. But there are some other ones that I'm interested. Like you said, that harem from Labyrinth and Netherworld. That one does sound yeah. interesting. I'm willing to give it the first episode a shot and the yeah. <laughs> the biscuit hammer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm see, willing to give it a shot, but I, I didn't well, want to make it my pick. 
What we should have done is made it to where we pick one for each of each, like each other's. I, I probably would have gave you the maid I hired recently is mysterious. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no, you no, can, no, no. I don't no, want to no. do that. We're do, we're doing it now. You called uh-huh. it. We're doing it. So that's mine. So I'm gonna give you. Oh man, I gotta make this like a good one, just because you did that odd oh, texting. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to do that because I don't want to watch I, it either. I I won't get through it. <laughs> uh. I will make you do. Ooh, I know which one. I know which one. Where did it go? Where did it go? My oh, stepmom's dude. daughter is my ex. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> what, what does that one even look like? I gotta find that one. <laughs> it literally looks like a rom-com. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. Hey, you you I said like you wanted like some it. romance. You you, yeah. you liked you liked your name and stuff. This could yeah. be in that alley. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, they're. It doesn't, it, it looks, I'm going to give it, all right, I don't know, I can't really defend it, but I'm I'm going to try, so. Oh. And you give me one that's only in the sub, so that's cool. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah. There is one I just now read the synopsis for, and that actually sounds pretty interesting. Smile of the Arstatoria, the animation. Follow the mm-hmm. daily lives of these Magic Academy students as they study magic and culture. Like, that actually sounds oh, pretty okay. cool. Yeah, definitely, they're all female in the characters. Or in the, oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, they are. So I wonder how that's going to be. Maybe some witches or something. Right. Very well. Could be. But yeah, there's definitely some weird ones. The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. That sounds weird. Anyways, none of you guys are going to remember a lot of these titles. We'll back through them once we review them, and then we'll go from there. But that is kind of, I guess that is our pick. So I have Black Summoner. I have, uh, I'm already forgetting. I have Obey Me. I have Shadow House, and then apparently I have uh, something about my 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 stepmom is my ex's uh, daughter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my new stepmom is my ex. <laughs> I I already forgot the name too. My stepmom's daughter is my ex. There we go. Cool. So and we... I have Classroom of the Elite, Engage Kiss. Um, what was the other one? The girl from the other side, and then Tyler gave me the maid I recent uh, hired recently is mysterious. So that should be that's yeah, great. yeah. She has those uh, those hentai eyes. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it starts getting a little raunchy, I'm I'm not doing it. Oh no, no, <laughs> but no! I'm watching the first couple episodes. I'll give it two episodes, and if it's not at least okay, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, you got it, till like August to start watching that one because that's the end of July. Oh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, July 22. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess when these come out, I'm going to try to stay on them um, and watch, start watching those weekly because I haven't been watching a lot of weekly animes. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing Boruto, but I stopped. I think I haven't done that about 30 or 40 episodes. So I don't even know what they're doing right now. Um, but I'll start yeah. looking at what these release days are. Like, yeah. A lot of them are beginning in July. So. That'll be pretty fun. So, yeah, and I haven't been keeping up really with my weeklies, like uh, my picks, because uh, I know I picked Ultraman and Pacific Rim. We did drop that. I do plan on finishing both of those at some point, and then just giving like a quick take before a review or something on what I thought if you sh- if they're worth watching. But yeah, Aowashi, I'm behind. Spy Family, I fell behind. I can't even remember my other picks, but. Yeah, I got, I got to go through and start watching those. And I think I'm going to do better on the summer ones on actually trying to watch them weekly because it's, it's so much easier to catch up and keep mm-hmm. up when you're watching like a couple episodes a week of like, you know, your picks. 
and we right. only got three or four picks. Like we're right. that that shouldn't be too hard to follow. Right. So, yep, that was kind of our uh, our big part of this episode. I know we said we were going to get back to the three v threes, and we'll start doing some other things, but. Uh, we figured this anime lineup would probably take a lot of our time. We don't want to go. I think we've been doing like over an hour the last couple of weeks. So I think we're going to try to keep it a little bit more shorter. So um, we got a review. So we watched uh, Steins Gate this week. Um, it's been very, I've seen a lot of good things about it. So I've been kind of waiting to watch this. Um, we busted out a 25 episode in a week. You know, I did it, Dustin. You did it, barely, I did but it. you did it. I did I, it. I, I kept bugging him and asking him, and I think it was like, what, Thursday or Friday? You're like, yeah, I'm about to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had such a busy week, but I was like, I'm not doing anything this weekend. Like, I couldn't have something to binge. So I binge-watched a lot of it, I think, on Friday and Saturday, and I finished it, I think, early Sunday, or I, I can't remember, maybe even early Saturday. But there was one of the days I binge-watched, like, all the all the episodes so um steins gate um kind of quick synopsis on uh this anime is the story about a time traveler and the consequences of its misuse so the protagonist is a man named okabe rentaru a self-proclaimed mad scientist who goes by the name of kiyoma like he just kind of has his own little nicknames it's kind of funny um he's about to attend a lecture from a man proclaiming to have discovered the secrets of time travel rentaru then challenges theorem by claiming a man named john teeter has beaten him to it he has taken away from the lecture by a strange girl named um kurasu who asks him about a previous conversation they had a long time ago but rentaru has no idea who this girl is and leaves her only to find out that shortly after his departure she has been stabbed to death um he finds her in in a, in a closet uh, perplexed by these recent events rentaru sends a message to a friend named ataru concerning kurasu's murder as he clicks the send message button he is unconsciously thrown into an alternate reality where several inconsistencies with his own memories such as john teeter never appear in the in 2010 or there being a large satellite crash into the roof of a radio uh kaioken kaioken um dumbfounded by this experience he begins to piece together a successful method of time travel on completion he begins to misuse this power by helping out friends with past dilemmas not considering the weight of his actions eventually leading to consequences so great he questions whether or not time travel is worth discovering at all so this show if you get through the first 10 or 12 episodes because it is so confusing because you don't realize you're going through these alternative timelines. Like you kind of do, but you don't understand exactly what's taking place. There's so many different things that are happening and you're just trying to figure out what's real and what's not. You get through that. It becomes a lot more simpler. At least in my eyes, it did. I was able to get hooked a lot, probably the second half of this show more rather than the first. I think if I went back to the first, it'd make 10 times more sense. Um, but I absolutely loved getting through this anime it was such an easy watch for me um because the fact and i told this dustin this before the what they do with this anime is they there's like five or six kind of main characters like you get okabe uh rentaru is kind of like the main guy um but every character has their place every character is so special into making this time travel either successful or you know it, something happens to them to where they basically are causing issues. So it's, it's really cool to see them try to fix that issue or whatever they got to do. Um, another cool thing about this anime is all the, a lot of the characters are main voice actors in dub anime. So 
you get a lot of cool um so you get like suzaha or whatever she if you find out who she is um she's she does other animes i'm pretty sure she's like lucy and uh in fairy tale um she's um asana and sword art um you get okabe which he's the main um he is i'm pretty sure he's the voice actor that he does erwin from attack on titan he does tenya ida from my hero um you get a character in there that is the voice you know the voice actor chris sabbat that does like all the all mites and vegetas and piccolos and stuff like that so you get a lot of cool famous voice actors in this anime and it makes it a little bit easier because i always like recognizing those voices and that's that's me i'm able to recognize them like before i look it up because it's really cool um because like there's a lot of times i'll i'll, I'll just be sitting there with my eyes closed i'll be like what anime am i watching and then i'm like oh it's not even like it's not even the same one so it's kind of cool but um do you have anything you say kind of before getting into spoilers yeah so for me uh i had agree first uh, like 10 episodes or so i wasn't hooked honestly like i was like uh, i don't know like if i'm gonna get through this i thought it was like really slow to me yeah you told you told me you're like man the first 10 like couple episodes have been pretty boring and it's not an action-packed show but it is it's you gotta listen yeah and that might be part of my issues i was i went into this not knowing anything and i know all i knew was it had to deal with time travel so i thought it was going to be kind of more like you know doctor who or some like crazy like time travel hijinks and stuff like that and it is not that at all so that threw me off and it was harder for me to get into it because I just like didn't really care for the story at first. The second half, I definitely enjoyed a lot more than the first. And that's where my recommend for watching this would come from is like the second half is really good. The at first it's a little hard to get into, but rewatch apparel like appeal, I mean, would probably be a lot better now mm-hmm. that we know everything that transpires at the end of the final episode. And how it ties into the very start, like it would be decent to probably come back, you know, months later or a year later mm-hmm. and try to rewatch it. So. Yeah. So with without trying to give too many spoilers for this show, I mean, it, it's it's not like it's terribly old. But so there is a there is a season after called Steins Gate Zero. Um, it's also like 24, 25 episodes and it. Like we said, it, it follows time travel. So, I mean, that's not really spoiler. So it's so uh, in reality, you're going to get multiple timelines well some stuff happens where the steinkate zero season follows one of those timelines that should have should have been the main timeline um so it's it goes off that and kind of connects with the first season and then they have a movie also so that's something to kind of watch just kind of maybe on our own i don't think we'll review steinkate zero but maybe in an episode we could mention like hey this actually stays pretty true don't know what stays true to the manga i don't know if this is just what you know but um it'd be kind of interesting to see how they maybe maybe it ties in a little better i i think they did a good job wrapping up the show on what they needed to i think it has um it has a lot of stuff you can't guess it it does keep you on your toes a little bit when you're watching it especially when you're binge watching it um it's hard to kind of stop it um so it it is one of those animes that once you it, it does leave on a little bit of cliffhangers and some things happen that you didn't expect and you know People die, people come back, different different things that you can kind of, what would you think, you know, in, in time travel, what can happen? You know, you, you, you want money, you want relationships, you want, you know, you want to be the best in your business or whatever you want to do. 
people that time travel try to do that kind of stuff. So it kind of brings all aspects into the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, I did enjoy it and it really made you question like kind of the ethics behind time traveling, like the, like the, what is morally acceptable in time travel? Like is personal gain okay? Or is fixing past mistakes okay? Because it can lead to consequences. And that's what this anime really delves into is the consequences for changing something in your past. It's literally the butterfly effect. So yeah, that's exactly what it is. So um, I would definitely, uh, we both recommend it. So watch it, listen to this review, and then we'll gonna go into our spoiler review. So you want to start off with that? Yeah. So diving into spoilers, um, I did enjoy this. I don't think I enjoyed this nearly as much as Tyler. I don't know if it's just not my genre style. Cause like I never got into Dr. Who. I never got big into like Star Trek and I've just recently started like getting more into Star Wars. I just started like Kenobi and stuff like that. So this kind of like I'm more of a fantasy and not as mm -hmm. much sci-fi. I like stuff like in space, like Gundam and stuff like that. But this one was definitely not you, not you, my typical. You've always been off on the whole time travel idea. I have. I, um, Tyler, I, know, huh? uh, I was going to bring up if you want you could tell them about my whole infinity war deal yeah i just i know your big complaint was like oh my god you know marvel's gonna lead into time travel and then it just fixes everything and then it you know it's you go into time travel and it's a, ne a never ending of possibilities you know you get iron man could die iron man can come back variants can come in and it's just like it's just basically fan service after that point so that's where time travel does have its drawbacks but Mm -hmm. If you get in a show where they're it's literally based on like kind of fixing your past mistakes and figuring out what to do, it kind of it's kind of cool um, in this aspect. Um, Marvel, complete fan service. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marvel is complete fan service. And I will say I like this better than I liked Endgame. So I did enjoy Endgame. I didn't like mind the time travel. But I remember after Infinity War, the first thing I said to Tyler as we left the theaters Man, if they fix those time travel, I'm going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what ended up happening a year later. So, I mean, I don't mind it, but that for one was definitely fan service. This one, obviously, it's not fan service. It's something new and it's its own thing. And I did like that it really explored more on the consequences of time travel. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the first one they tried to do was win the lottery. And then they tried to do other things like they tried to save like uh the chick from the maid cafe she mm -hmm. did a message back to her father to save his life well in mm -hmm. doing so half of the economy in tokyo or whatever wasn't as good as it was when he had passed away and right. so many other things changed friendships changed all these things changed so i did like that aspect so i i would say i like the time travel in this show more than i do in most media yeah and like I said, we're in our spoiler review now. So going into like, it's funny how like, so throughout the show, they have like five texts that they send that they kind of regret that changed. You know, basically what happens. And if you're watching this part, I mean, you get Miyuri becomes the almost the main character that is trying to be safe throughout this entire show. So she's this, this little girl that is just like beloved by Okabe, like, you know, he, they they have Okabe is such a weird character because he's just <laughs> he is literally so mad scientist and he says the most off the wall things. 
But the voice actor that portrays him, you know, that does Tinny Eden and stuff like that, is perfect with it. Because, like, you can just listen to his voice and you can just, he puts a lot of hard work into it. You can definitely tell. So, um, you know, they try to, he finds out that all these texts changed the future into where instead of Kurosu dying, it's, it's Mayuri. So Mayuri is dying every single time. And so what he doesn't understand is he just needs, like, he's just messing up the future every time he's letting someone change. The The one that really is weird is the fact that they changed that boy into the girl and then, like, vice versa. Just because they told the mother to eat healthy. So, like, that... Eat more fruits and veggies is weird. Yeah. Yeah, so that didn't make too much sense. And then I, the funniest part of it was when he had to go on a date with her, but he kept calling her a guy. Like, you don't know if she's a guy there, a girl there. Like, you know she's a girl, but, like, it's just, like, it's kind of, like, mixed. And you're just, like, you don't it, because, like, the timelines get so confusing because they don't tell you when they, you, like, they don't tell you when they jump back and forth. That's the one thing that this anime really doesn't do. It just kind of tells you the date, but it doesn't you know it, when you're yeah, watching it the only clue and, you get is like all the static and he's like uh and then it's like something uh-huh. changed <laughs> that's all you yeah. know so um you you get you you get that sequence with him going on you know going on a date with her and whatnot but after he's getting all these you know sends all these texts back he's just realizing it's not changing anything and i think the coolest thing about this was everything he changed even the characters that were dying or what was happening to them in the real timeline of where they were, they could still feel that presence of what was happening in those other worlds or those other timelines. And so like, and Okabe was the only one that thought he could remember all this, but they're just seeing like when they get to certain situations, they can actually like feel what happened. So like you get Miyuri saying like, I'm just having these dreams of getting hit by cars and trains and getting stabbed. And you know, it's, it's, she's retaining those memories so it's just telling you all the consequences that time travel can do just you know it just yeah, and how horrible would that be like to sit there and just constantly having flashes of getting killed yeah oh it, well t- yeah you just think you're kind of going crazy um and it just i don't know it kind of it's funny how they make all that happen just basically through like a, a tele telephone wave and a microwave and like um, the TV's got to be on in the basement. That's the other part that I was a little confused on. They just kind of threw in uh, Mr. Bronson or whatever as like the person that delivered this IBM, you know, 5100. And he's just he's just this, you know, completely different person than you think he is. But then they don't really go back to it. Um, yeah. And that was part of my issue was you had this like actual secret organization. I think the dude's flipping nuts half the time. And mm-hmm. then it turns out it's real. And Mr. Brom is a part of it. And like, he's this big player that's manipulating multiple people and stuff like that. But it never goes in when they go back and change the past. You never like that's never addressed. Like, it's just like, oh, we don't know he's a bad guy. So therefore, it's fine now. Yeah. And so maybe maybe in Steins Gate Zero, they do uh, tie in some holes. Um, Basically, Steins Gate Zero is so the timeline that it goes off of is where Kurusu is actually stays dead. So it goes off the main timeline. Um well, yeah, so it goes off the main timeline and basically his future self, I he kind of I don't know if he becomes like creates his own organization or whatever he does like I said, we haven't watched it. Um but he meets new I know he meets new people and eventually he is the video version that he talks about 
that the past saw or that the other oh, yeah. saw. In so, the last like two episodes there. Yeah, so you get to see how his life turned where he never actually really met Chris Kurusu. And you actually get to see a different version of him and then how they kind of how it ties in and how they meet up and how he was able to change. The the only part that I don't really understand too much too is and I that's the rewatching ability of this show and maybe researching because we haven't done a lot of research on it is where what exactly the Steins Gate means because they always talk about like oh if you do this you can reach Steins Gate and is that like I I guess I'm still a little confused on that part is that just like the true world is that like um so from what I gathered at first it started off as a thing that was in his own head he made it up. And then later with the time travel, he kind of decided that I think it's when you do a shift that's greater than 1% that is reaching Steins Gate. And also the fact that he can retain all of his memories from the previous timelines that he visits. So I think, or world lines, I guess is what they call them. So I think that's what Steins Gate maybe is. And maybe I need to research it as well. But that's how I I, like what I had in my head canon. Also, maybe maybe to where um, a different timeline can speak to another timeline was kind of the issue. Too, I think could have been part of it too. Maybe um, you know because he wasn't able to do that until he reached a Steins Gate where he saw that video, and yeah. So maybe maybe that's part of it, and I got to look more into that. But did you have a favorite character? Did you have? Um, I think the whole the whole uh, Itaro uh, Hashida and his. Uh, his daughter that he hit on the whole show. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was um, pretty funny. Honestly, I think his daughter was my favorite. Suza, Suzuha. Suzuha. Because okay. she was just, she was a BA. She came in like kicking mm-hmm. butt, throwing elbows, throwing kicks. Like she had this like combat experience. Then you find out that she's actually this like time travel, like world line jumper and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she played such a big role in the show. And at first I was like, I, I had a feeling she was from the future or something because she kept having that issue with Kurisu. So like yeah. I had, I had, I definitely was like, you gotta be, you're probably from the future. Or something, something's weird with you. Well, but and the whole, she, and the whole reason they're trying to change this future is because it leads to world war three. Yeah. So at least in her eyes, that's why she's trying to change it. Um, just because Kurisu and her father, they, you know, her father steals this, uh, this theory that he has and basically the world turns into where which country can can learn time travel and be top, the top dog. Yep, so who can like monopolize it and make it like they're the only ones that have it first type of deal. And in reality, that's what I like about this anime is because that would actually happen. Like mm-hmm. I feel like whatever country or whatever part of the world would obtain. I mean, it's the same thing of trying to be the first ones to land on the moon. Like you just want that recognition and you want to be able to do, you know, be you want to be that country and to be the first ones to do time travel, you could screw everybody over. Oh yeah. And, but, um, and it's funny when they, like you said, they try to go back and they try to win the lottery, you know, not the big, big lottery. They try to, but they still mess up and it still just, it affects everything. Yep. They're off by like one number or something like that. So he, he does the text and feels everything going wonky and he's like, did we win? <laughs> it's like, Nope. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I I actually really really did like this um, anime. I didn't think I thought it'd be okay, um, but um, if I had to give it a rating, I would probably give it a, like a nine. I think I think I'd give okay. It a so nine. you're pretty high up. 
Yeah, I, I really did like it. Um, and for me to like enjoy, like to binge watch an episode, uh, see, uh, a series like this, I thought it was just well put together. Like I said, I really like the aspect of every character. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters. All eight members of their, um, all eight of them had a huge difference in this show. It wasn't just about Okabe and his failures and what he could change and him being a mad scientist. Every single one of them had something to put on the table. So I thought that was really cool. And they wrapped up everybody's story, you know, in a sense, other than the girl, that's a boy, that's a boy and a girl. They didn't, they didn't really like say what she is at the end. <laughs> uh, she went back to being a boy. <laughs> I know, but like, but yeah, that, that was, that was definitely weird. Um, they could have, they could have had something way different. They, I feel like they just threw that in, but. I mean, I guess you gotta have a little. I, I I feel like every character was quite different. You have the girl that socially has that you know socially awkwardness, you know, that phobia where she literally just can't talk to people. Um, but then she becomes an assassin. Yeah, <laughs> so that kind of that was a drastic jump. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like she's she can't talk to people, she can't see people, she hides in a corner and she texts people even when they're in the same room. But let's just go out and murder people, just because you know someone gave you attention. Um, but other than that, I, I really don't have other than it being confusing for the very beginning. That's where my drawback is. They don't you know, like how much can you really explain? Time travel is always confusing. Yeah, because so, everyone does it different. It's not like it exists to where there's a standard. It's something where everyone's just it's one of those topics that you could throw whatever you want to explain it like i combined an apple and a cucumber and i created time travel like you could literally get away with doing whatever yeah you know? and it kind of reminds me of the same aspect of like when dragon ball um the future saga when every time they did something a new ring would pop up that made me um like a new timeline appeared now they fixed all the timelines so did it go back to just one but they made they made you feel like there was 20 different versions of these characters that had to go through different things because of what they did. And then just the main timeline kind of goes back, but it doesn't get rid of the old timeline. That's where I, I was a little good. That's where timeline uh, time travel is confusing, but they kind of remind me of Dragon Ball when, you know, every time Trunks goes to the future in the past, he creates that new time ring and kind of screws with things. So that's what it kind of reminded me of. But um, what yeah, would you I rate it? That. So I'm not as high. I would probably drop it down to a seven, but that's a lot of that is also because of my own personal, like, it's not really my genre. It's not something that I really like. So I'm willing to call this like an 8.5 if you want. If yeah, you, I think you call I, it a nine. I'll go up to an 8.5 because in all honesty, like you said, I am not big on time travel. It's not really something that I enjoy watching. So I don't want mine to have like, a lot of stock in it just like when uh we did cowboy bebop i like older animes right. you didn't you gave it like really low we went with a little bit higher because it wasn't your style i yeah. i'm agreeing to do the same thing here because i if it was up to me it'd be a six or a seven yeah and well I, mostly because of the time travel if, if you don't want to go off of rotten tomatoes uh rotten tomatoes has it as a hundred percent and the audience oh, wow. score the audience score is 96 percent so, yeah, so you, then that's where it comes down to. Like I said, it's just, it's, it's not really my like. genre. It's what, yep. yeah. And I, we watched it all in dub. I don't know if watching it in sub sometimes that makes different animes. I don't feel like it would be for this anime, but um, 
Yeah, and for all you uh, dub haters, we do it because we run a podcast and we have to binge stuff in a week and we have families. So when we can binge something in dub, it makes it a little bit easier to get through it in a week where we work, have families, and Tyler has softball and all sorts of crap. I have stuff that I do um, on the side as well, so... Yeah, so I might be listening to a lot or watching a lot more anime here. I, I, I got, I got a lot of pain. I got, I got like some hernia thing going on and it's kicking my ass right now. So, well, hopefully you'll get over it soon. Don't you have softball tonight? Yeah, I'm going to try. And that might be the factor of me going into the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that. And to everybody, hit us up at our email, what in the anime dot podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. And I'm going to start trying to get uh, more content going to Instagram as well. So, yeah. Well, and the one thing we didn't mention is we're part of the Geek Talk Network. Um, we slipped through that the entire episode. So at least you get it here at the end. So Yeah, um, well, I mean, you mentioned Zach and John. So it counts. Just a little right? bit. Yeah, yeah they, don't need, they don't need too much love into our show, right? <laughs> <laughs> but there, there, is, there is the thought of bringing uh zach in a little bit more he seems like he's more flexible on his time than kind of john is a little bit and plus zach listens to more anime um there is times where he's actually just gonna kind of come in and either during our 3v3 battles or like like we want to do jeopardy style stuff or different anime quizzes stuff that can interact while you're listening or driving and you can kind of be trying to guess what that so it's not just us talking so we're gonna try to get him in here a little bit but yeah like geek talk network um that's with movie night and the boys Yep, Take a so listen there, but that's all check I got. Out. Peace out, everybody. Later. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at What in the Anime, and our TikTok and Instagram at What in the Anime.podcast.